Shalom to all. Today's daf is Nazar Daf Lamed. Hey, we are starting about 14 lines up from the bottom with the words of Eliezer. And today's daf is sponsored Lilu Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Sarah, Basar, Yaakov, Maisha, Her Nishama should have an Aliyah. And Lilu Nishmas, Mars, Fredichaya, Bela, Basar, Yitzhak, Tzvi, Her Nishama should have an Aliyah. Now, yesterday we had a machlekes between Rebeliezer and the Rabbanon. Rebeliezer holds that a Nazar is not allowed to eat the alum and the lovum of the vine, the leaves and the shoots. And the Rabbanon matter this. Now, the machlekes is predicated on how to darsh and tupsukim. Rebeliezer uses ribuy and miyot, which in general is a more inclusive way of darshaning, and therefore includes Olam and Zagim in the Isser, whereas the Rabbanon use Prat to Klalu Prat, which in comparison to Ribu and Miot, is more limiting. Therefore, Olam and Zagim are not included in the Yisurim of a Nazir. Where does he darshan Prat to Klalu Prat? So Rabbavo says, He learns it from the following Pasuk. Let's say the Pasuk before we continue with the Gemara. The Pasuk's talking about a Shimer, when a fellow gives something over to his friend to watch. And the Pasuk tells us, If a fellow gives his friend chamar or a donkey, ox, or sheep, or any animal to watch, and then it died or got broken or got captured, no one saw. Sanatik Mar explains this, That's a specification. The Pasuk only mentions chamar shar, and se. But then the Pasuk tells us, All animals, Kalal, that's a klal, that's a generalization. And then the Pasuk says, Lishmar, to watch them, Chazaru Parat. Now the Pasuk once again gave a specification. So Pratu Klalu Prat, here we have a Prat, then a klal, then another Prat, Yatadana Elokeina Prat, we're only going to include things that are like the Prat. Rav Amar, he says, Nafkalei Mehaikra, the Rebbeleazer learns it from the following Pasuk. Now this Pasuk is talking about bringing a Karbon, and we're going to quote the Pasuk first. The Pasuk tells us, If his Karbon is going to be from the flock, from the sheep or from the goats, if it's going to be an Oila, it has to be an unblemished male. So now we explain this. Just by the Pasuk saying, if from, that itself is a prat. The Pasuk could have just said, if his carbon is a tzayin. Why does it have to say, min? min is a lashon of prat. Then the Pasuk says, hatzayin, the flock. That's a generalization, because the flock can include many things. Then the Pasuk says, sheep and goats, the Pasuk once again now says a specification, we have over here, prat prat, prat. So we're only going to include things that are like the prat. Now, Amalei Rehudim in Descartes to the Rava, Rehudim from Descartes asked Rava, Why not learn from the following Pasuk? Let's say this Pasuk outside, the Pasuk is talking about bringing a carbon, speak to the Bnei Israel and tell them, Adam Mikem Karbon Lashem, a person that's going to be bringing a carbon to Hashem, from animals, from the cattle and from the flock, Takrivas Karbon Chem. Now, the reason why Rehudim in Descartes is quoting this Pasuk is because it's a few Pasukim prior to the one that Rava quoted. So he's asking Rava, once you're quoting a Pasuk from Vayikra, why quote Parak Aleph Pasuk Yud, why not quote Parak Aleph Pasuk Beis? And now the Gemara says what the Limud is, Min Prat. By the Pasuk saying Min right before the word Behema, so that's a Prat, that's a specification. Ha Behema Kalal, saying from animals, that's a generalization. But then when the Pasuk says, Bakar Vatsoin, cattle and flock, Chazru Parat, that once again is a specification, Pratu Klalu Prat, Yatadon Elokeina Prat, we only judge like the Prat. Now I'm really, so Rava answered him, Min Mina. From that Pasuk, you can't learn Prat Uklalu Prat. Why not? Dime if we only had that, Havamina, I would think, Habehema, the one the Pasuk says, Habehema from animals, that's the Klal, Lamahema Bez on top, Behema. The wild animals are included in the word Behema, and we know that we can't bring Chayos as Karbanos. So Amrulay, Rabbi Hudim and Descartes asked him, How could that be? Chay Bechlal Behema? Do you really think that Chay would be included in Behema? Haksiv, the Pasuk says very clearly, Bakar Vatsoin. Bahavle Pratu Klal, that's a Pratu Klal 
prat, v'yatadon elokeinah prat, and we would only include things that are like the prat. So this is yet another pasuk that Rabbi Yazar can learn prat uklal uprat from. Now delving deeper into these limudim, the Gemara asks, Umenolim dahachihu. How do we know that this is so? How do we know that when we have a klal uprat uklal, or for that matter, a prat uklal uprat, that we learn it the way that we say that we learn it? The time because we have a brisa. Now this brisa is quoting a pasuk that's talking about meiser sheni. When a person has meiser sheni money, he brings it up to Yushalayim, and he has to do the following with it. Let's again say the pasuk outside. Nasata kesef, you should spend the money. Whatever your soul desires, on cattle and on flock, wine and aged wine, whatever your soul desires, and you should eat it in front of Hashem your God, and you and your household shall be joyous. So what's the drasha? The brasa tells us, you shall spend the money on anything your soul desires. Kolal, that's a generalization. You can buy anything you want. But then the Pasuk says, parat. That's a prat. That tells you you're only allowed to spend it on these things. But then the Pasuk says, Now the Pasuk is giving a generalization again. Here we have a klal, then a prat, then another klal. We only include things that are like the prat. Just like this prat is specifically talking about foods that are a pre from a pre, and they're gidule karka, which doesn't mean they grow from the ground. It means they're not nourished from the ground, wine grows from the ground, and cattle and flock, which are animals, they get their nourishment from the ground. Afkal, primi pri, vigidule karka, so to anything that shares this characteristic, that it's fruit from a fruit and is nourished from the ground, is included in this. And that includes birds as well. However, fish, for example, would be excluded from this because they're not gidule karka. But now the Gemara asks, Mechti, let's see. Klalu pratu klal, kein prata dininon. When we have first a klal, then a prat, then another klal, so we only include things that are similar to the prat. Well, if that's so, klal what do we need this last klal for? Wouldn't we say that just the klal uprat itself tells us that we're only including that which is similar to the prat? What do we need this closing klal for? So Mara says, no, ahani, it helps to include everything which is similar to it. If we didn't have that final klal, then we would be limited. How would we be limited? If we just had a prat uklal, we would not know to include only that which is similar to the prat if we didn't have that closing klal. The Gemara asks a similar question now, just on the flip side case. Visu pratu klalu prat ka'ena prat aninon. When we have a pratu klalu prat, again, previously we were talking about a klal prat uklal, now we're talking about a prat klal uprat, we only include things that are similar to the prat, so pratabasra mayahani. What do we need the second prat for? The Gemara explains, like we said in the previous daf, ilav pratabasra, if we didn't have the second prat and all we had was a pratu klal, havamina, I would say, not that the klal is in addition to the prat and is including everything and does not limit us to including things that are similar to the prat. That's why we have to have a second prat to tell us that we're only allowed to include things that are similar to the prat. So the market is asking, so let's see, train klal prata when we have two klalim with a prat in between, meaning a klal pratu klal. We train pratu klala and when we have two pratim with a klal in between, the hainu a prat klalu prat. In both of these cases, ke'en pratadaninon, we only include that which is similar to the prat. Well, if that's so, mayakabenu beni. So what's the difference between them? Both a klalu pratu klal and a pratu klalu prat have the same outcome. So what do we need to have both of these ways of darshaning for? What's the difference between them? 
The Gemara answers, Ika, the difference is, Dilutartin Klali Uprata, when we have two Klalim sandwiching a Prat, Dahainu a Klal Upratu Klal, I Ika Prata de Domile, Afilu Bechad Sad, if we have another Prat, some other specific, which is similar to the Prat mentioned in the Pasuk, even if it only has one similarity, Marbinon, we're going to include that. However, Tre Prata Uklala, when we have two Pratim and a Klal, Dahainu a Prat Uklal Uprat, so then, I Ika Prata de Domi Mishnates Dadin Marbinon, only if we have another Prat, which is similar in two instances and with two similarities, so then we'll include it in the limud. But b'chad sad loy marbinon, if it only has one similarity, so then it's not going to be included. The Gemara continues asking, Michti letzi, pratu klal, nasa klal, moisafala prat. We had just said that when we only have a pratu klal, so then this klal is in addition to the prat, this rabbi kol mili, and we include everything. However, umit v'ribo nami, riba hakol, when we're darshaning by way of miut and riboy, we include everything, this Rabbi call Mili, and everything is included. So Mayakabin Miyat Viriba Lapratu Klal. What's the difference between Darshaning by way of Miyat and Riboy or by Darshaning by way of Prat and Klal? It seems to be the same outcome. So the Gemara explains, Ika, the difference is the Ilu Pratu Klal Marbinon Afilu Alan Vululavin. If we darshaned, let's say, for example, our Psukim by Nazir, by way of Pratu Klal and only Pratu Klal, so then we would include Alin and Lulavin in the prohibition, both the leaves and the shoots would be usher for the Nazir. However, Umiyat Veriba, if we used only a Miyat and a Riboy, then Lulavin in, Alin Lai, we would only include the shoots, but not the leaves. Now, this conclusion raises a number of questions. We had said at the beginning of today's daf, Chazring from yesterday, the Rebel Yezer uses Miyat Veriba, and he includes both Lulavim and Alin. So, how can we say now that Miyat and Riboy include only Lulavin and not Alin? That's one question which is quite glaring from this conclusion. Another question based off of what we had said in the introduction to today, again, Chazring from yesterday, is that in general, we know that a miut and a riboy is more inclusionary than a pratu klal. So however, here are we saying that a pratu klal would be more inclusionary than a miut and a riboy? And the Mepharshim deal with this, that's beyond the scope of our shir, but it's important to know that these questions are out there. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow, continuing with this sugya. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.